Welcome to WTF, What the Frequency, a podcast that drops the 5D downloads for the current cosmic conditions. Every two weeks, I share with you the frequencies emanating from the cosmos and how to powerfully align with them in your everyday life. Now, I am your host, Shannon Marie McMurray, your Galactic Girl Scout guide to the cosmos. It's that time again. Welcome to the time of Mercury retrograde once again. I'm very excited to bring to you this next episode to break down Mercury retrograde for the summer of 2020. Mercury retrograde is happening at 21 degrees Cancer, retrograding or moving back in time to 5 degrees Cancer. So get your charts out and find where 21 to 5 degrees Cancer is in your chart. The timeline for this Mercury retrograde journey is June 17th through July 12th, but you will get the bigger picture here at WTF, What the Frequency, because we also include the pre and post shadow zones too. So I'm going to, in the show notes, you can find the dates of the shadow zone and when officially the post-shadow zone ends, and that's really the ending of a Mercury retrograde. So go to the show notes and check out the dates. The pre-shadow zone, when Mercury first crosses the end degree of the retrograde at five degrees Cancer, is June 2nd. So you're going to create a timeline. So write, uh, you know, get a piece of paper and write a horizontal line. And at the on the left side of the line, mark June 2nd, five degrees Cancer. And then go and mark a second tick line about, you know, uh, halfway through. June 17th is when Mercury officially starts at 21 degrees Cancer. And then go a little bit further to the right of your timeline and make a hash mark at July 12th, 5 degrees Cancer, when Mercury ends the retrograde journey. And at the end of your timeline, Mark August 1st, 2020, when Mercury leaves the shadow zone and goes into 22 degrees Cancer. So we're looking at the timeline of 5 degrees to 21 degrees Cancer, where Mercury retrograde starts is 21 degrees. It retrogrades back in time to 5, and that's basically taking you back in time to June 2nd. So when you arrive at the ending of Mercury retrograde on July 12th, you want to go back in time to June 2nd. That's going to give you a very extended view of this journey and what it wants for you to review, reflect upon, rearrange, redefine. And then when you go fast forward to August 1st, what you're really saying is I'm going back to June 17th when this retrograde experience started. So here at Lunar Ladies, club community, we know that we include the power of the shadow zone when we're experiencing any of our retrogrades. And Mercury retrograde, because it happens so often, is a great place to start practicing diving deep into the retrogrades to get the power and the gifts. So let's start here. What is a Mercury retrograde? Now, I love that Mercury retrograde is more in the mainstream consciousness. Like pretty much everybody's can say like, 
Mercury retrograde, and they roll their eyes. <laughs> so people are really catching on that kind of understanding like what it is. I've heard of it. I know that everything kind of goes kaflooey, and then I can't wait for it to be over. Now, I was born during a Mercury retrograde, which I'm sure most people may have a Mercury retrograde in their natal chart. And so to me, when Mercury goes retrograde, I actually kind of like it. That's kind of my secret. <laughs> I really like it. It kind of feels, I feel normal. All the other times during the year, I'm like, gosh, I wish it was Mercury retrograde. <laughs> so Mercury is the planet of our mind. It's how we think. It's how we process information. It's how we you know, speak. And it's our everyday behavior. So with Mercury, it's the twins. When he's in Gemini, the power of Mercury, the messenger of the gods, Hermes, Quicksilver, Thoth, he appears as the twins in Gemini. But Mercury is like, haha, I am like Venus. Give me a second sign to rule. And he rules Virgo as well, where he gets his mind together. The twins come in a single point of focus and they become the master researchers, the master analyzers. And so Mercury is really powerful mind. And so when we have a Mercury retrograde, we think about uh, our minds, how we talk, how we act. It's like thought, word, deed. And then how do we use our minds? That's where the Virgo aspect of Mercury really clicks in. So the Gemini version of Mercury is thought, word, and deed, the alchemist, the magician. And then the when the Mercury comes together to fine-tune all his quicksilver powers, then he turns into the master analyzer, which is the Virgo that cleans things up, organizes, uh, basically organizes chaos in the universe, really tries its hardest, that's for sure. So Mercury is the planet closest to the sun, and it's solar year or its journey around the sun is 88 days. And so Mercury is very fast, especially when you look at the Earth's journey around the sun, which is what we call a year, 365 days. So Mercury pretty much laps the Earth around the sun at least three times. That's why when we look at the god Mercury or Hermes, he has wings on his feet, right? He's very fast. And so Mercury's natural energy is to be quick, quick thinking, quick acting, and like the quicksilver, Mercury moves really fast. But during a retrograde, retrograde means slow down, go backwards, review. And Mercury's nature being so fast is like, uh, say what? <laughs> I have to slow down and review? That's just not my nature. So Mercury is the master networker, also likes to, is the trickster Loki. And Loki likes to play with electronics. So, and timing of things. And can I get to where I want to on time? Can I remember that, uh, oh, I was supposed to meet you yesterday. I thought it was tomorrow. Like he loves to mess up your calendar. He loves to slow you down during Mercury retrograde. Uh, he likes to play tricks. So during a Mercury retrograde, what we do, the secret is, First of all, slow down, <laughs> get into the slow lane. And this is what I like. This is the time that I like to say, check, check, double check, right? So Mercury retrogrades three times a year with each cycle lasting 
about three weeks, so 21 days. And so I love Mercury retrograde because you know that saying, it takes 21 days to break a habit or form a new habit. So Mercury retrograde is a fantastic time to break old habits and form new ones. And you could go, wow, I'm going to have like habit, breaking habits or forming new habits, um, celebrations three times a year. And I would definitely coincide them with when Mercury goes into retrograde. Such a powerful time. And you have the help of the planet and the help of the God, right? And Mercury being the messenger of the God always brings you messages from the heavens that you need perfectly just in time to help you in your life wherever you are at at this moment. So Mercury retrograde is a time of slowing down. It's a time of reflection and it's a time of review. It's like a it's like a three week vacation from your life, right? To like what's working, what's not working, where am I blocked, where am I free, what needs to change. So take this time when Mercury goes into retrograde to really allow yourself some downtime, some creativity, learn something. Like during a Mercury retrograde, I love to be like practicing music learning a language, right? Things that are nonverbal or that use a different part of your brain. So Mercury says, give yourself a ton of extra time to make room for his trickster ways. He says, I'm going to you know, play with you because it's fun. I'm going to put traffic in your way or a road construction or, or erase like a, a contact or a calendar date from your iPhone right? So you want to write things down. You want to check things twice. So give yourself lots of time to make room for obstacles, errors, and blockages. Now, Mercury is about communication. So look at all your electronic communications, text, emails, um, sending pictures, posting on social media. Read them, not once twice. <laughs> and make sure you really want to be say th- saying what you're saying. Read it out loud so you can hear yourself like how someone else would read it. Put yourself in other people's shoes. So really be mindful during Mercury retrograde, especially around communication and around getting to wherever it is that you want to go. Because retrograde means step back. And this happens when planets are slowing down their speed. So when we look at our journeys from the from every planet's perspective as they move in our solar system around the sun, they make elliptical turns, right? We have an elliptical solar system. And so during these elliptical turns is when they are seen as going backwards or what we would call retrogrades. And to make elliptical turns, the planets have to slow down their momentum, right? They're not moving in a straight line. They're moving in a elliptical circle. So it's an optical illusion to early astronomers that when the planets were slowing down to make these elliptical turns, to the early astronomers, they looked like they were going backwards. That's why they gave them the word retrograde. And so we still say it, we still keep it. And that's fine because it just tells us and reminds us to slow down. So what was really happening in the cosmos as things appeared to be going backwards was they were just moving slower while other planets were moving at their normal speed. So it's kind of like that optical illusion on the freeway when you're speeding up, another car is slowing down. It looks like they're going backwards. Let's get into a little bit deeper into like the more uh, fifth dimensional understanding of a Mercury retrograde. 
it's incorporating the power of the shadow zone. So the Mercury retrograde's shadow zone is about the expanded length of time that the Mercury degrees are experienced. So for example, with our current Mercury retrograde, the degrees that are in retrograde start at 21, go back to five in the, in the sign of cancer. So how do we configure the shadow zone? What we do is we look to when Mercury was first at the fifth degree of cancer. We find that date. It's going to be before June 17th because uh, that's when the retrograde starts at 21. So we go, now this is when it, having a handy dandy ephemeris or being part of the Lunar Ladies Club community, especially in the inner circle, you're going to have me figuring this out for you and telling you how to do it on your own. So the answer for when was Mercury at five degrees cancer is June 2nd, 2020, right? More twos. <laughs> so you go back in your calendar and go, what was I doing June 2nd? And then I, because there's so much happening in our collective, go back in the news. What happened on June 2nd? What was going on in your community, in your state, in your country, in the world? What what were the events of the of that moment? Because they're here to review. And it really makes a lot of sense when we go into the power of this particular Mercury retrograde, which is about reconnecting to our transcendent happiness. And when we look back at June 2nd, 2020, we're going to see a lot of unhappiness in the collective and a lot of taking action on that deep, deep grief, deep, deep sadness, which has turned to madness, rage and madness. Okay, so now we have the pre-shadow zone date, June 2nd. The next question you ask is, when will Mercury be 21 degrees Cancer after the retrograde period? Consulting our handy dandy ephemeris, the answer is August 1st, 2020. That's our post-shadow zone date. So now we take both dates, June 2nd and August 1st, and we expand the length of time of the true power of the Mercury retrograde experience. And now you've successfully configured the shadow zone for the summer retrograde season of Mercury retrograde, not just June 17th to July 12th, but June 2nd to August 1st. So you're going to be the smarty pants out there. <laughs> And being the one like, oh, I'm taking it to the next level because I've got the shadow zone and I'm looking at what was so that I can review what what was and recreate and redefine what will be. Now, as I look, I cast a chart for every powerful moment in time and I read that chart to find out what the story is. So I cast a chart for Mercury retrograde on June 17th at the time, and I read that chart. And so the reading of that chart, I come up with this understanding of this particular Mercury retrograde, because it's based not only on Mercury, and we know what happens during that time, but it's based on his degree, the story of those degrees, and any other planets helping Mercury out. So Mercury retrograde summer 2020 theme is spaciousness. It's a culmination of the power of the fifth degree and the 21st degree of cancer. And so we're going to re-experience those from June 2nd to August 1st. So on June 17th, when Mercury goes retrograde, he transcribes this journey through the chart and he says, hey, really relax, open up, because this is a time of spaciousness spaciousness. So you want to create space in your mind, space between the breaths, 
space between your words, space between uh, events like, oh, I have this uh, you know, appointment at one and I have an appointment at two. Well, make space at 1.30, right? Or, or if you're doing your calendaring, don't put things back to back. Calendar an event for spaciousness just to be. Because Mercury, the messenger of the gods is saying, you are now being tasked to make room for new worlds to be born. That's a powerful task that each of us are taking individually and as a collective. Let me say that again. We are now being tasked to make room for new worlds to be born through us. The earth is ready to be vital again, happy, joyful, abundant, prosperity. And the earth has a new life. She has a new life force that wants to, to burst forth into reality. And she wants to do this in a new way. And that's incorporating the power of a collective humanity that's willing and able and open to living um, more in harmony with one another. But first it starts with ourselves. Can we reach a level of harmony within that allows us to raise our frequency and create a collective human society that can live in harmony? Now, Mercury at this time is gifting humanity with a new dream. And the new dream is a brotherly, sisterly unity that can repopulate the world. Isn't that a beautiful dream? So Mercury, the messenger of the God, comes to all of humanity, every human being, and says, take this new dream, dream it for yourself, a brotherly, sisterly unity that can repopulate the world. Now, in this dream, there is a spirit of destiny that is accelerating within the framework of existence. The great goddess herself, her life force is present in every molecule on this planet. So every rock, every leaf, every tree, every bird, every person, every animal, every cloud, every raindrop. So humanity is tasked to call the great goddess into full, her full power. It is our job to invoke the great goddess and ask her, can you please be in your full power right here, right now? And how we do that is we dream her into existence. We dream this possibility from our hearts, our minds, united as one. Now the question is, can we do this together? So the zenith point of where we are returning to is about clearing out residual karma. Ooh, I feel like that's what's happening in our collective is that kind of fiery collective uh, rage that's repressed anger, but really deep down inside, it's deep, deep grief. We're being asked this version of humanity, 2020, the souls that are incarnated now are being asked to clear old residual karma. Now you must confront everything. That's our task as light worker, light warriors. We can do it. We can, and it's much easier to do it together in the form of brotherly, sisterly love. Let me tell you. <laughs> but you must confront everything that you have given your power away to. This is the big three-week reflection point. What have you given your power away to? Look for that. Is it an ideology? Is it a person? Is it a job? Is it a, a, you know, a government? Is it you know, um, a partner? Where have you given your power away? Go find it. 
and locate it like, wow, I gave my power away here or I gave my power away there. Find these instances, these past moments and put them all in a big golden sun and you're going to transmute that energy over the extended length of time of June 2nd to August 1st, 2020. So this means basically confront your fears. That's where we give our power away when we become afraid. And a lot of times it happens most especially when we're children because we are so relying on, you know, we're helpless a lot as children because uh, we're little. We don't have a way to go to work. We don't have a way to earn our own money. We're really reliant on the kindness of the people in our, our lives, like family. And if we didn't have that as children and we lived really traumatic early childhoods, you know, there was a lot of fear and probably a lot of power given away. And so we want to, you know, take a look back. Where did we get, give our power away and where did we become afraid? And this is where we confront our fears. It's not really confronting the fear because fear itself, uh, you know, the only thing to fear is fear itself, but really look deeper and go, where did, when did I become afraid? And it's going to most likely take you back to childhood. So this residual karma is made up not only from our own experiences from this life, it includes ancestral memories of your genetic line. It includes past mistakes of this life and past lives. And it includes the overall collective undoing, the, the inner self-saboteur of humanity. And we want to confront that. I want to say why? What happened? When where, when did you uh, feel unloved? When did you forget to dance? Forget to sing? Forget to draw? Right? Forget to express yourself? Forget that you were loved? Right? So everything is now in the time of 2020 is coming due as the piper needs to be paid. That's the theme song is paying the piper. And we don't have to be afraid of that because really what that means is, you know, in the old days it's like. The piper picks the tune. So you pay the piper for the tune that they played. So we're all pipers. We all played a tune, right? And whatever that tune was, was it a mistake? Was it a, a, a poor choice based on lack of awareness or, or education? Was it an ancestral mistake or, you know, whatever that was? Pay the piper, release it, find it, let it go. And so how we do this individually and together is you confront the shadows of the past with honesty and integrity. And in order to get to that level of honesty, you have to have self-love and self-worth and deservingness of, of yes, you are um, a loved, free, beautiful individual. Like you are here to contribute to the greater good. You are, if you are alive right now in a body as a soul, you are a power worker. <laughs> You've earned your stripes. This is not an easy place to be. But when we remember, we wake up, we remember who we are, then we get excited about ourselves. We're like, wow, I'm like a badass soul. Well, it's like, yeah, you are. We're all that way. And when we realize our power and our strength, realize that we're stronger together. And that's the, the message of Mercury Retrograde. So be about it. This is time of dedication and perseverance uh, to being on your path of freedom right here, right now. Rescue and redeem what is most sacred and valuable to you. Number one being you, yourself. When the collective karmic load is this heavy, and we can thank those Capricorn retrograde planets right now, Pluto, Jupiter, 
and incoming Saturn. <laughs> you must cultivate a life-giving perspective and flush the negativity virus from your veins. That's what Mercury is saying. With honesty and integrity, self-love, self-worth, we're going to cultivate a life-giving perspective of ourselves and this world, and we're going to clear the collective karmic heavy load transmute it. We're going to pay the piper by confronting our own fears and asking, when did we become afraid? And we're going to flush out any negativity that is sitting in our bloodstream as a virus. And we're going to say, bye-bye, not here. I'm not available for that game. I'm here for brotherly, sisterly unity. And I am really about paying the piper and getting on with my life. That's really about life-giving and happiness, and I'm going to dream the great goddess into existence. So the key is become so forward-thinking to turn the past around and make any darkness luminous from within. From this place, you rise. Community, this is our time and our place, and I know that you can do it and that we can do it together. This podcast episode is sponsored by the Lunar Ladies Club community. Come check out the exciting up-leveled version of the Lunar Ladies Club on their new network. They've got a free Mighty Network community and a monthly secret inner circle to take your soul to the next level. Exciting courses and fun ways to learn astrology now available in the inner circle. Learn your cosmic blueprint, make new friends, and grab your spot today in the Lunar Ladies Club. This episode's listener's question comes to us from the Lunar Ladies Lifestyle Public Facebook Group Community. Dear Shannon, what on earth is going on in the cosmos? I have family members that I have never met coming out of the woodwork trying to contact me as well as an ex that I thought I cut ties with many moons ago. What's going on? Well, Thank you, dear wise woman SC, for your question. It's so good. Thank you for asking it and noting how interesting it is for you that these relationships are back in your life. I really love that you posted this during retrograde season. Retrograde season is about reviewing and returning thing and returning to things that need more attention, right? So if someone or something is coming back during a retrograde time, that means that it it's really just needs more of your attention. There's something to learn, something to glean, something to clear, something to move through, something to grow from. It's exciting. So with this current Mercury retrograde that started at starting in June, plus we have many other planets in retrograde. Mercury is just one of them. Preceding Mercury's retrograde on June 17th are five other planets, Pluto, Saturn, Venus, Jupiter, and I feel like I'm forgetting another one, <laughs> but those are the top four. Uh, Mercury makes five. So it's the energy that we're searching for and, and the, and which planet at which time. So I want you to take note of the timing because that will denote like, oh, this has to do with this particular planet in retrograde. Take note of where that's happening in your chart. Then you can really fine tune your understanding and really know what the heck is going on. 
Now with this current Mercury retrograde starting in June, its energy or its retrograde journey is in Cancer. Cancer rules the fourth house of family and your ancestral tree in your natal chart. So when we have a Mercury retrograde and we have family members coming out of the woodwork and the Mercury retrograde is in Cancer that rules family, this makes a lot of sense. So to me, what's happening is a reflection. The family members coming out of the woodwork is a reflection of this Mercury retrograde. And because of the cancer energy being around family. So I want you to go to your natal chart and look for your cancer ruled house. That's where this Mercury retrograde is happening currently in June, 2020. And it's also going to tell you more of your personal story around cancer themes in your personal energetic blueprint and this incarnation. So whatever house that rules for you and your natal chart, It'll tell you lots of things. Look to see what the themes are for that house. And then once you get a really good sense of your understanding of that particular house, it'll be house number one through 12. Uh, Look to see if you have any natal planets in Cancer. Those will get activated as well. So you might look in your natal chart and say, wow, I don't have any planets in Cancer. What's going on? then I would take note of that sign that naturally rules that house. Go around your chart, find that sign and see if there's any planets, uh, natal planets that are in that particular sign of the natural ruling house that your cancer house is in. I hope that makes sense. And then go to the fourth house. The fourth house is the naturally ruled cancer house. And you would go to the fourth house to see, do I have any planets in that fourth house in your chart? That will also tell you more, give you more clues of what this is all about. But when we look at relationship energy, we want to look really close because this is getting back to the theme song of what the Mercury retrograde is about, is that understanding that nothing is random and people, places, things, experiences come into your life because they're meant to, they're designed to. Why? Because they want to help you. They want to help you shift, change, and grow. So look at your relationships more closely and with a fine-tooth comb, see what each person is bringing to you in the form of more self-awareness because each person is a sacred teacher. So who is related to who as far as who are these family members coming out of the woodwork? Who is related to who, right? And why are they coming back around? What's their messaging? Why are they thinking of you? Why are they contacting you? Uh, What is their reasoning and, you know, kind of reason for being in your life at this time because of the auspicious nature of the retrograde being about review? And here are people popping back up. So look at the relations and divide those relations into your family tree. Who is from your father's side of the family and who is from your mother's side of the family? Now, when you start to to split these particular sacred teachers that are showing up, it'll be interesting to see, are they more maternal side of the family or paternal side of the family? You know, is what you are, you know, what are they bringing up for you that's personal to you? Like, what's their story? Uh, Also look to see, is it more than, uh, you know, is it more about the side of the family or even about another member of the family? Because sometimes people will 
inadvertently go around the person that they really want to connect to or contact or maybe even confront. And they'll go to the safe person in the family, or they might even go to the healer in the family. And I know in my Lunar Ladies Club community, it is a community of healers, wise women, light worker warriors. And so a lot of people will go to the helpers, right? They'll find those light workers in their family, whether they recognize them as such or not. And they tend to come into your space and say, uh, can you help? <laughs> I don't even know why I'm contacting you. I just feel like I need to talk to you. And usually it's because of your energetic design as a light worker, healer, empath, awesome, you know, wise woman. So what I want you to do is just take note to yourself. Uh, that that you are right in tune with the current cosmic conditions because you're like, what's going on? Why are these people popping up? And you got an answer. It's retrograde. They're popping up because they're returning to you. They got they want to clear energy. They want to uh, you know learn. They want to help you as a sacred teacher. They want to help you grow, or they want to clear something themselves. So uh, you know, of course just really pat yourself on the back because it's retrograde season and you're like, what's going on? <laughs> WTF. Now let's fast forward over to your ex that's showing back up. Now that's really interesting. So with your ex returning, this brings to mind the energy, of course, of more of an intimate relationship rather than a familial family relationship. So the ex is about an intimate rela relationship. And to me, that points to, or that points our uh, inquiry towards Venus, because Venus is now in retrograde. So perfect time for an ex to show up or a relationship to, uh, like, you know, if you're in a current relationship, this is a time when you want to review it and see like, how do, can we make it better? What needs to change? What can we let go of? Um, maybe confronting old issues that need, you know, maybe more forgiveness or compassion, it's so like a great time to renew your vows during a Venus retrograde if you're married or in partnership. So Venus is, you know, now in retrograde through June 24th, 2020. And her job in the cosmos is she governs the, uh, the sign of Libra and she governs the seventh house of relationships and marriage. That's her job in the cosmos. She also has another job. She's so cool that she has, I, I get two houses. This, and the second house is Taurus that she also rules where she's a juicy goddess. But in the seventh house of Libra, she's the, the goddess of beauty, justice, fairness, kindness, relationships, balance, wanting both partners to be authentic and dance together as the yin and the yang, the Shakti and the Shiva of the universe. And so Venus is saying, uh, there must be unfinished business between the two of you. And there's something that uh, wants to happen that can benefit you both by clearing it. Now, you mentioned that you thought you had cleared it many moons ago, and that very well could be. But remember, in relationship, it takes two to tango. This might mean that the clearing could be coming from your ex-partner and the ex-partner is reaching out to you to help clear it for them, right? They may not be able to do it on their own. They may need your help. They might miss you. They might be something there that is a, you know, a, a rekindling of something. So you want to take a look and just uh, through a neutral space, take a step back so you can see the bigger picture and ask questions. Why is this person here? 
What's their energy about? Are they bringing up something like I need to look at again? Is there something I more than I can let go of? Or is it about the ex person maybe needing some help to let go and come into closure? So it's possible that the person may need your help. So just be open to that, um, to let go of the relationship, bring it to a, a, a bigger and better place of completion and resolution. Now, the beauty of these retrograde moments that seem to come from out of nowhere is that they always bring gifts. They're, they come bearing gifts, right? So everything that happens to you is working in your favor. This is the mindset that you are moving towards as, as the, the mindset where you don't have to pivot and get to it. It just becomes your everyday, every moment mindset. Everything that happens to you is working in your favor, see all these returning people as gifts from the universe, sacred teachers who are coming to help you grow, to shift, to change, and evolve. As you practice getting to that mindset, keep pivoting. Keep pivoting towards everything and everyone is my sacred teacher, and they are coming to help me, and they are an answer to my call, to my prayer. So keep us posted and we wish you the best of luck with these returning relationships to see what unfolds and see what's really going on. Keep us posted in the new Lunar Ladies Club community and the inner circle. Better yet, join us in the inner circle so that when you when these things happen in your life, you have a supportive community around you and access to me who can help you really understand what's happening in your chart and relate it to what's happening in your life. And so keep us posted. Tell us how it all unfolds. Join us in the new Lunar Ladies Club community and definitely step in to the inner circle. If you would like to send a listener question to be read on a future podcast, send an email to hello at lunarladies.com with listener question in the subject line. Remember, there are no wrong or bad questions. Just send to me what's on your mind and what the frequency you would like to know. Make sure you're signed up on our email list so that you will never miss a show. Thanks for listening and see you in a few days for the Cancer New Moon on June 20th. It's the Summer Solstice Solar Eclipse Podcast. It's going to be exciting. Stay tuned.